program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Hey, welcome to the Kwame Lasso the Sports. Sometimes Rich with Ken from the ATL show. We are going live right now. I'm in Tempe, Arizona. Uh, Rich is probably somewhere on the road. Uh, congratulations to Rich again. He's the uh, head coach at Lehigh Valley Steelhawks uh, Indoor Football League. So uh, we may not hear from Rich for quite a while. He's also coaching at Mount Vernon High School. Also, Ken from the ATL, he's in, uh, he probably called in a few minutes. But we're going to talk about a lot of things uh Football, a little basketball. I want to talk about the basketball as far as the Celtics, uh, Miami, and the uh, Los Angeles Lakers are concerned. Is Miami Heat the team to beat? What's up, man? You make a lot of noise coming up in the air. <laughs> What's up, Ken from the ATL? Ken from the ATL is online. <laughs> All right. But, uh, but I was talking about, man, um, you know, I haven't heard from Rich yet, but, you know, I was congratulating Rich on the uh, – Getting a head job, uh, he did a lot of back and forth traveling to Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is. But yep. yeah, the Lee, Lehigh Valley Steelhawks. Mm-hmm. He's the head coach of the football league. So uh-huh. yeah, congratulations to him on that. Yeah, I know he's been excited. I know he's been talking about that for a while with us, and uh, glad to see that finally came through. And I think he's going to do quite well. Yeah, he's a lot of experience and a, a lot of knowledge to the game. Yeah, I think that's Rich thing, man. Rich stays on his grind as far as being a head coach. He uh he take whatever route you're supposed to take or whatever route that leads him to where he want to go. And I, I know he came out here to be the special team coach at the Mesa Community College last year, but his ultimate goal was to be the head coach maybe at the high school he went to school in. I think it was Mount Vernon High School, as well as get back into the arena football. Was it either arena arena one or arena two? But I know that was his goal, so he, you know he's he's still making pro- progress. He's still grinding on it, so he's the head coach over there, and that's that's good for him. Congratulations, Coach B. <clears throat> also, I was talking about this. I want to talk about this, Ken. Uh, you know, you mentioned it. You did a good job on the f- fan page. Uh, so it was about the, the hits, the big hits. Mm-hmm. But um, we can get into that right now, or we can get into. The Miami Heat, Celtics, and the Lakers. Everybody's talking about the Miami Heat, but they're forgetting Lakers won last year. They're forgetting yeah, Lakers still yeah, a team to beat. Forgetting who the who, who the who the road goes through. But they and, they also forgetting that the Lakers was playing the Celtics. So the Celtics did not they did not downgrade. Mm-hmm. I mean they added Shaq, and I'm not saying that's an upgrade, but I'm saying Shaq added to what the Celtics already had can give you a good 15 minutes every night. Mm-hmm. So uh, what well, Miami, mm-hmm. uh, Bosch. James and uh, Wade, they still got to play. They still got to put the uh, ball in the basket. And you know how the media is. Here they are crowning them the uh, uh, Eastern Conference uh, champions already. But, hey, the, you know, the Eastern Conference championship, I believe, goes through Boston, who just <laughs> won the NBA championship what, a, few, a couple of years ago and uh, just barely missed out on it last year. 
but you know, still showed that once they got healthy and came right back and uh, got the pieces together and got back into the uh, into the championship game, which they could have won if it wasn't for uh, Perkins going out, Eric Perkins going out. But now here they are. They added. Um, uh, no, you had two big players to the pieces of the puzzle. Now you had uh, Jermaine O'Neal and you had Sh- uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Right. So this is a team that definitely you know could be right back into another Lakers Boston championship series again. Uh, the Heat, they got too much gelling to do. I-, I really don't think this is a team that can even finish third in the Eastern Conference. I think his road is still going but to But you got to go to Magic, too. They got to play the uh, yeah, exactly Orlando. Right. I was about to say, the Magic. The Magic is, is a team that can actually challenge Boston for the cha- uh, Eastern Conference Championship. Right. So and, where are we getting all this heat from all of a sudden now? And and I think they will challenge because uh, it came down to those two, actually, uh, to get into the finals to play the Lakers for the uh, uh, championship game. Uh, so, yeah, with Dwayne Wade being out, uh, with the hamstring problem, uh, LeBron James has a slight hamstring hamstring problem. These guys have not yet gelled together, so I, I wouldn't make so much of emphasis on the Miami Heat's and the Boston Celtics' first game. Um, I wouldn't make so. I'm good. I wouldn't make so much emphasis on that mm-hmm. uh, as far as uh, uh, it's a money issue because they're gonna blow it up. The marketing, the the TV, they're gonna blow it up. Uh, but win, lose, or draw. They still got a long season. Seasons, that's just one game. They still got a long season to play. Uh-huh. Let me ask you, did you see the first game, though? If you would have saw the first game, didn't it look like the same old Cleveland-LeBron kind of a game? <laughs> Give it to LeBron. Everybody else move out the way. He goes out the game. They struggle. Everybody's just trying to get in where they fit in. Is this is what we're going to see during the course of the season? If so... This was a bad move for LeBron James if it does turn out ugly. I, if they don't win, it, it did. To answer your question, yes. It did look like, okay, LeBron picks it off. LeBron goes coast to coast. They scared to foul him. He makes the layup. He makes the dunk. Uh, LeBron James don't score uh, 45 points. They don't win. Oh, or they, And he's taking the last shot to to possibly win a uh, basketball game. It still looked like the Cleveland Brown, uh, Cleveland, I'm sorry, Cavaliers down in Miami. That's what it looks like to me with Dwayne Wade being out. Mm-hmm. Same thing. And and right now with Dwayne out, it looks like LeBron's team. Uh-huh. And, and he will be – I wouldn't say he will be sorry this year, but if they don't win within the next two years, if they don't find a way to gel with, with all the ruckus or how it went on or how these guys got together down in Miami, if they don't – I'll give it two years. If they don't win this year, I won't say, well, that was a waste of money. Mm-hmm. Because it all it does take time, and you're forgetting the guys. Who's that? It's Chalmers down there, right? Yep. You're forgetting that about this guy who can play football. I mean, uh, play the point. He can run the point. He do a good job at the point uh, down in Miami, and, and free a lot of those guys up. Mm-hmm. And I just don't. And also, you got to look at this. Actually, makes some of those analysts look bad too. Uh, Jeff Van Gundy said, "Oh, this is a team that's going to go undefeated and win the championship." Are you serious? That that is crazy to say because what he wanted to uh, what he wanted to mention was who's going to get that record. Uh, I think Chicago has a record, the most wins in a season. Correct. That's what he want. He want the uh, Miami Heat to uh, uh, challenge for that. But I th- I think once you get if you have a good team uh, like Miami should have, like the Celtics have, like the Lakers have then you always got a chance to win that. But it's not so much winning the most games in the season. It's winning your division. It's getting in the playoffs and getting healthy, getting home uh, court advantage. So that's what you want to do. You still want to 
win just enough games or win the win the games you're supposed to win to get home court advantage because we saw how crucial that was with the Celtics and the Lakers at the end of the season. Correct. So, yeah. I, I, it, 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 you know, and also, uh, you know, it's like nobody is still mentioning that the Lakers, the road goes through them because this is a, a, a back-to-back NBA championship team. Right. This team is battlefield tested. They haven't won the last two championships for no reason. So for you to go out and just crown a team that just just got put together, you know, with three superstars and a couple of scrappy players, you know, just just to pay some place and glue something together and just crown them the champions, people forgot Lakers. This is a team that got one of the best players on the planet on that team. And arguably one of the best big men on the planet in Paul Gasol on that team. Right. You got a team that has already jailed already. You got one of the clutch point guards in, in, that ever uh, that's been playing the last fifteen years in Derek Fisher. And you got a, gr- a bunch of group of players who can definitely just flat out just play the play the play the game. Not somebody that just paste and glued together just to come in and try to uh, help this team uh, win with uh, other superstars like they did with uh, uh, all the other players they brought in, um, uh, Mike Miller and and uh, all these other players they brought in to play with uh, Dwayne, Bosch, and, uh, and James. Right. But the championship team is definitely, the game is, it's going to go through the Lakers. Okay? Right. And, and, all right. It's Lakers versus whoever else. And I guarantee you, in the top two of that conversation on the East Conference, it's not going to be the Miami Heat. Right. And you hit the nail on the head, man. It's uh, They are battle-tested. Uh, these guys, you know what they're going to run. You know who's getting the ball. But they have so many guys that come in there and, and, and understand what role they have to play. And that's why the Lakers can win. Well, we got a call on, uh, on the line. Myron is on hold. Hey, what's happening, y'all? Hey, what's up, Mar? Myron Mackey, uh, how you doing? <laughs> what's up, kid, man? All right. Myron coming out of L.A. L.A., okay. Yeah. Well, well we, we, we're talking about the uh, the Lakers while, while, we on, while you're here. We're talking about the Lakers, Miami Heat, and the Celtics. Uh, and, and, Ken, we both agree that they're both, the Lakers are battle-tested, as well as the uh, Boston Celtics. But what the Miami Heat has to do is find a way to jail and jail real quick. And I, I won't say them not winning the championship the, the Heat this year is a failure. I'd say it'll take them two years because, uh, you know, you got guys that implements like uh, Bosch and, and D-Wade who were superstars yeah. in their own right on their other on their previous teams, but now they got to find a way to share that one basketball with three superstars. You're absolutely right, man. You know what I'm saying? And, and most importantly is they got to stay healthy because already they're breaking down like some, you know, 60-year-old man out there, <laughs> you know. But uh, uh, Kobe looked good, man. You know, Kobe looks real good right now. And even though, you know, they lost, you know, the little preseason game to Utah, he was out there hitting them threes like it wasn't nothing new. You know what I'm saying? He was out there doing his thing, and and that's that's what it's going to have to come down to, man. As long as Kobe stay healthy, man, we got this. You know what I'm saying? And the Lakers are going to host, host uh, another battle, man, out here in L.A., so... You know, I I ain't worried about Miami. I ain't worried about Boston. As long as as, as my team can stay healthy, man, it's a wrap. I, I like um. Uh, see, Miami don't have the luxury that Kobe has. Kobe team is in place. Miami has exactly. to. Go, they have to go out there and get it done. They go have to go out there and find out. Uh, the chemistry, what plays that can they run together, what what uh, five guys at a time can they have on the court. See, they don't have that luxury uh, that Kobe has. Kobe can 
uh, play the first half and sit out because now he got to get some guys ready to play, some younger guys uh, that, that understand their role when they come to the Los Angeles Lakers organization. Uh, this is how we do things and this is how we're going to win. Exactly, exactly, yeah. man. So, you know, <laughs> that, that's one thing that, you know, I ain't worried about, man. I know we're going to go ahead and take take it this year again, man. You know, I just, I just want to see – you know, I want to enjoy the the, the Spectres and everybody. You know, talking that trash, man, about you know Miami is going to take over and all this. Man, I I ain't seen him do nothing yet. You know what I'm saying? I see I see LeBron up there. You know, showboating already. Yeah. You know, if he don't slow down, man, he gonna end up on the bench, man. <laughs> so. Well, you know hey. what? That's what Ken said. Ken said it still looked like the Cleveland Cavaliers that went exactly. down to that went down to um, <laughs> Miami. But we we talk more on that. This is Kwame Lasso Sports with Rich. We're Ken from the ATL. We'll be back in two minutes. 888-346-9144 if you want to call in and join the show. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific time 3 p.m eastern time on the voice america sports channel don't miss the show that gives you exclusive access to your favorite pro athletes off the field and in our communities join host nick murphy for heroes radio hear it directly from the source as we take you behind the scenes with your favorite stars it's sports community entertainment and fun and it's all part of heroes radio Tune in Friday afternoons at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific, only on the Voice America Sports Channel. You already get the general sports headlines and discussion on TV and radio. Tune in to The Blueprint with Randall Gatewood. Yeah, we'll cover all the general big-name stuff, too, but we go beyond the typical sports radio show to bring you the details you don't get anywhere else. We'll talk about the inspirational stories and the little-known successes. If you want creativity, The Blueprint is the place to be. Tune in every Thursday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion, but respects yours as well. The beginning of every week is Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. We'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend. Keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general. It's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. A beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. Back goes O'Neal. He's at the 
shot. Got it with 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Kwame Lodge of the Sports. Sometimes Rich with here from the ATS Show. We are back. We got a call on the line. Marion from L.A. Hey, we were talking about the Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, uh, Los Angeles Lakers. We was uh, different discussions about that. But still, don't forget to throw uh, the Orlando Magic in the heat. Now, I give Dion a hard time. But Dion, appreciate you, man. You do a good job with the music. Uh, I think his last name is Singleton. Who knows? Hey, Marion, we got Coach B on the line. Coach B joined us for the second segment. Hey, what's up, Coach? What's up, man? What happened to you? <laughs> I have hey. things to do, bro. Don't worry. Don't put my business on the street like that, man. Don't worry. About it. I'm here now. Don't worry about that, <laughs> boy. Hey, have you taken care of what I need you to take care of? I did. No, you didn't. I sent I it to you. Email. You don't have a new email? No, I don't. You know what? You should just go to the email and it'll be right there as soon as you sign on. It's your, you already got it. And boy, don't talk to me like you crazy. I told you I needed a new one from the one you quote unquote sent me last night. Hey, welcome back to the Quam Live Sports. Sometimes uh, Ken show from uh, we 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 lie. You hear you know, that? You, just, you <laughs> took my name out the whole heavy, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, we about to hey, Rich. You know, Coach, you 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 the head coach now at Lehigh Valley Steelhawks. How much time are we gonna get out of you? That's what we want to know. Are we gonna get, get more than one segment now? You, you get you get my hour on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Oh, we we wasn't sure. Cause no, we, no, we don't get an hour. We get a segment out of you lately. <laughs> lately, a segment. Lately, he been driving back and forth to um, <laughs> Lehigh Valley, wherever that is, Philadelphia, you know Pennsylvania. What, Ken, when you when you miss your days for your accident and you had your back crack problem and all the other problems you have, he was getting ATL. I didn't give you a hard time. Yes, you did. Yes, you <laughs> did. Yes, you did. My bad. Kwame, I went back and heard the shows and we upload them. Yeah, because he said you got your back crack. And I didn't know what he was talking about. <laughs> I didn't know exactly what he was talking about. So, yeah, I, so I left it alone. His back cracking days. <laughs> what happened was. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, coach, was, coach, weigh in on this, though. The uh, L.A. Lakers, man. Uh, now, they, they, we were saying it's, this is a team that's battle tested. Now, what the Heat has done, uh, I won't call it su- a success or a failure. Well, I call it success if they win at all, but I wouldn't call it a failure if they don't because of the jailness of the chemistry they have to uh, put together over there. But these guys, Myron came on, uh, Myron from L.A., he's online right now. He was yeah. saying they already broke, they already breaking down like old oh, man, which they do. They got hamstring problems. Is that because they had to go hard to even catch up to try to to try to get this jailness together? Uh, and they went through camp um, because they don't have the luxury that Kobe has where Kobe knows his team. He knows what uh, what's in place. Young guys or anybody that come to the Lakers know their role. Like, well, you know, we watch, we watched, um, we watch. Uh, what's the hard head boy over there in L.A.? Ron Artest. We watched Ron Artest go there and just change. No, no distractions or what whatsoever. So when you go to a Lakers organization that wins, uh, you know your role because if you do what you're supposed to do, you're gonna win. It's like going to the New England Patriots. Now weigh in on that, coach. Well, my thought process is, you know, it's all personally. Miami Heat, if they don't, if one person's hurt, they can't win a game. That's shown so far in preseason. Yeah. It's preseason. So <laughs> what stinks about it is, and you know how much I hate the Lakers. <laughs> I hate on the Lakers. You just don't like the Ken. You don't like the Ken like them. 
That's all it is. He just likes to disagree with that being said, with them, with the Lakers being the team to beat, they're in a little silver the driver's seat because they really don't need all their weapons to be in tow in the preseason. Because they play in the West, which is probably the, still the most competitive division, competitive conference in the NBA, I still think the Lakers and the West are the team to beat. I don't see no one else stepping up and beating them. But possibly the only team I say would beat them that could possibly do some damage to them and, and shock them is during a regular season would be Oklahoma City Thunder. I really believe that. Oh, you know what? Look at me like I'm crazy. No, 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 no. We forgot to throw them in because they they they, they are that team. But there's also another team. Is it it, uh, Minnesota or is it Memphis? That's, that's, not that's, Minnesota or Memphis. No, no. It definitely ain't Minnesota or Memphis. You, only other team you can say that would be considered to do anything Same. would be like, always be San Antonio because of the experience they have. San Antonio the wasn't there no more. No, they, they like they, they, they put them boys out. Well, Ken said this uh, uh, last season before the season started that um, San Antonio didn't even do the right things to to compete with the Lakers. They didn't even they had trades they could have made. They had uh, free agents they could have signed. But they didn't even do the right things to even compete. I think they just like to stay old and say they did it their way. But you got to have some youthfulness over there to compete with those guys. Don't forget, Tony Parker might not even be there for this whole full season coming up. This is a man that's talking about getting traded uh, to go play with Carmelo Anthony in New York. Yeah, if if that's oh, if that happens. If that happens, well, they need to go ahead and get Carmelo Anthony right now out of uh, Denver. They need That's to get him out of Denver. The end of the season. They need to get him out of Denver right now. They're not going to pull a LeBron James, and and the owners of Denver already said we're not going to wait until after the season and let this man walk away for nothing. When this is one of the top five players in the NBA, that we're going to get something. Well, for, if and they, they're losing for nothing, like a la Cleveland. Well, they didn't even have him at the uh, opening season uh, press conference or the uh, you know they didn't even have his jersey or anything there. And I'm talking about Carmelo Anthony, so. Uh, that's a sign in itself that you know we're not going to do a whole lot of marketing uh, on this guy who is a star of our team, uh, so we plan on getting rid of him. So they need, that's why I said they need to go ahead and get it done right now. Mm-hmm. Now you yeah, want speaking of the Lakers, man, the news out here. Have you seen that Magic Johnson show went off? So let me yeah. finish. What? I mean, I still feel that Miami. You know, again, like I said, they can't win a game without one of the, all three big three in there together. I honestly think that. You know, in the East, you still got to worry about Detroit. I mean, I'm sorry. What? Uh, Boston. <laughs> Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. You still got to worry about Boston. You wanted to finish so bad. Go ahead. <laughs> and, you know, you still got to worry about Boston. You still got to worry about Orlando. So the Lakers, the Lake, it is what it is. Lakers will be the Lakers. They have Kobe Bryant. They have Lamar Odom. They got Ron Artest. They got Paul Gasol. You know, Derek Fisher. They still have a squad, and they're a team to beat. Unfortunately, I think Derek Fisher. I think Derek Fisher is the guy over there, man. I think he's he's the one. He keeps everything. He was there for all the he's championship. The he's the glue. He he was yeah, there for yeah. all the championship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And and coach, I mean, I'm, this is probably the first time I ever agree with coach, but he's right. Boston, Orlando, 
you have to worry about these teams first, okay? And even if Carlos Boozer even wouldn't have got hurt, I would have threw Chicago in that mix. And that's why I said Miami right now, I just feel it's not even in the discussion when it comes to top three in the East. And I don't know why Jeff Van Gundy and all these analysts and John Barry keeps anointing Miami Heat as the Eastern Conference champions and the ones who's going to win the championship when these guys can't even stay healthy. They haven't jailed. They're not on the same page. They're playing a Cleveland Cavalier ball right now, which mm-hmm. is pretty much give it to LeBron and get out the way. Same <laughs> <laughs> thing they did by, by anointing LeBron James the king. He hasn't, he hasn't won nothing to be the king. He, wasn't, he hasn't won exactly. anything. No. All right. Well, no, that's true because he's self-proclaimed clean coming out of high, uh, coming out of high school, man. You know what? Let's move on, man. Let's. I want to move on to this and we'll get get you guys' thoughts on this. Um, the BCS rankings. How did Oklahoma jump over Boise State, TCU, um, and Oregon? Schedule. Who they play? No, sir. Texas. No, sir. It, with Texas, Texas, Texas lost. Texas lost at home to UCLA. UCLA. Come on, man! You got to come better than that. Give me something. Give, give me something better than that to argue with. The strength of schedule, baby. Strength of schedule. No, nah, nah, I'm being I'm being serious, man. I'm being we serious. Have to play. Te- Oklahoma should not have jumped over there. You want to talk about some uh, some BS? That Boise State has been so consistent for four or five years, man. And then when they play these teams like Oklahoma, who they beat, and West Virginia, who they beat, you still don't give them the props enough or give them a the uh, the respect enough to stay at number two or stay at number one to stay in that BCS uh, title game. So they move them down to number three. They jump Oklahoma five places, four or five places up to be number one. Man, that's crazy. And don't talk about Texas because Texas beat Nebraska. Nebraska was was they was destined to lose. They wasn't going undefeated. And Texas lost at home to UCLA. You don't lose at home well, if you that did. team. They did, and they beat the, they beat, they beat the number five ranked team in the nation, Nebraska. Are you? S- <laughs> Are you <laughs> they were ranked number five in the nation at they, that point in time when they lost on Saturday. They okay, were, but you still <laughs> got number one lost. UCLA at home. Still, UCLA ended up beating somebody else a week week after that. Oh, two weeks last weekend. UCLA was game. one and two when they went into that game. The question I have is: How does Oklahoma jump Oregon? I can Y'all agree with you on that. State. Oregon should Oregon. have been the number He's one ranked team in the country. I think that was the same right question. Now. I I think that was the same question I put to you. But how they jump to number one? So Oregon, they had to jump over Oregon. Now Oregon was balling. It should have been Boise State and Oregon, one and two. I don't think Oregon. Oregon. Oregon is the team to beat in NCAA football right now. They could put. They could put Oregon number one and put Boise State number two. Either way, I don't think. Uh, I, I think Boise got to play Utah. That might be their only challenge. But it, every weekend you got to step your game up. But beating San Jose State, I mean, what the, I mean, Jesus, I mean, you know, come on, seriously? San Jose State, everybody was talking about when they beat, because Virginia Tech having a bad game, that when they beat Virginia Tech, that was a huge win for Boise. And then because Virginia, Virginia Tech, Tech got beat. Okay. Was. Well, then, see, you can't hear when you're talking. Look, when they beat Virginia Tech, <laughs> when they beat Virginia Tech and Virginia Tech lost to James Madison, now you put some, uh, you water down Boise win. No, uh, they was ranked. They traveled to uh, D.C. to play that game, and Virginia Tech was ranked seventh, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. They was no, ranked seventh. And, and they beat a good team. They beat a good Virginia Tech team, but when they lose to JMU and they lost a couple games in between, now their, their win doesn't mean anything. I don't, I don't buy into that. I buy into, the, I, buy, I buy into what these guys have done over years after year over year. If you, LSU did the same thing, uh-huh. LSU would be number one right now. Exactly. Kwame and Coach, let me ask you this. 
Is are we starting to see a conspiracy theory right now when it comes to keeping a non-BCS team out of the championship game? Yes, yes, without question. Because, because Boise State yelled, should not be number three in the BCS right now. This team was already in the top three or four in the country. What they've accomplished over the years, not this year, over the years. Let me tell you, accomplished. We, this is a conspiracy theory to keep a non-BCS team out of the championship. Right. Al Sharpton. No, I'm saying now, now, as bad as Florida's playing right now, if Florida come back, they're going to have Florida ranked where they can compete. Now, if Michigan State don't lose a game, where do Michigan State play? You can't get, you can't jump Michigan State, who I like this year, over uh, Boise if they never lose a game. Boise's not going to lose a game. I, I think their challenge is Utah, but you can't jump them. I, I agree with Ken, or, or to answer Ken's question, I Yes, there is a conspiracy theory to keep a non-BCS uh, school out of the BCS game. That's why they put these guys at number three, not thinking that uh, or- Oklahoma and Oregon going to lose. Hey, this well, is Kwame Lassie. Well, let's take you know, uh, Michigan State, Coach. We're going to take a break and come back on that. Oh, we're going to come back with a minute. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with a minute. We can. We're going to hit this. Hey, this yeah. is Kwame Lassie of the Sports. But sometimes Rich McCann from the ATS Show. We'll be back in about two minutes. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need a bitch's ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to go green? You've asked and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Get ready to go inside the minds and behind the scenes with the top professional athletes, celebrities, and music entertainers. It's a sports show like no other. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with former NFL wide receiver Jarris McIntyre is real talk with in-depth interviews, topical discussions, and a whole lot of comedy. You'll hear from the entertainers, the athletes, and the fans. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with Jarris McIntyre is broadcast live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. It's all Arizona, all over the world. If you're a local Arizona high school sports fan or if you're a transplanted fan somewhere else in the world, have we got a show for you. The first Internet sports radio talk show focusing solely on high school sports is The Coach's Corner with Scott Lovely. Tune in to talk about your favorite teams, players, or coaches. It's 100% Arizona high school sports coverage and a little bit more. Tune in Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel. We some hard hitters. We 
some hard hitters. Hard Hitting Radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard Hitting Radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back to the Kwame Lassie Sports and Sometimes Rich. We're here from the ATL show, 888-346-9144. If it's a number you want to call in. Hey, as the third segment, you already know we got a minute with Ken. Hey, what's up? Minute with Ken today. Hey, uh, my minute with Ken today, I want to got something I want to harp on. At the NFL football games, or basketball games, or baseball games, but no, more so football, how come it's bad enough we already see fights on the field, but why do we got to go with our families and kids and see fights in the stands? Uh, this is a lot of uh, a problem that's not reported all the time, except if you're a fan at the stadium and you're in the stands watching these games. Do you see football fans fighting each other? Not just uh, a, fa- a fan of another team and a fan of, on an opposing team fighting, but it also be their their own fans fighting. Prime example: I got Meyer Mackey here, who just recently went to a, a, a game where you can always expect a lot of fights—a Raider game, Raiders versus 49ers—and <laughs> I want him to tell a little story real quick before I jump more into this segment and get you guys' opinion on this. Myron, what did you say? Hey man, I ain't gonna, I ain't, I ain't gonna hold too much of your time, bro. But that game was off the hook, man. Battle of the Bay, you know that's one of the most uh, the rivals, you know, games and and in the NFL, you know, see Oakland Raiders versus the uh, San Francisco Forty ers man, and it was off the hook. You know, people get out there, man, get that liquor in them, man, and, and then they start feeling froggy, you know. And, and the one, the the, the one instance that stood out of my mind, man, was this dude was just enjoying the game with his homeboy. And these uh, these cats behind them, man, it was, they was Frisco fans. The two dudes in front was Oakland fans. And one of the dudes, man, bought up a piece of paper and threw it at the back of the homeboy's head. What's the problem? You know, and, and he went off. He straight went off, man, right up in the stands and, 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 and you know, socked everybody up. And then the police came, and homeboys started fighting with the police. Police had to choke him out, man, like they was, like, straight choking him. I was like, dang, you know, but... I'm, I'm going to tell you this, man, uh, watching everything, I was just, you know, the bystander, dude, because I wasn't about to get involved in no fight or nothing like that, man. But those cats are crazy, man. I mean, it seems like every every NFL game that I have been to, man, it, it don't get worse until you go see the Oakland Raiders play, man. You know, it's just something about them fans, man. I don't know if they're passionate or, you know, halfway crazy, man, but, you know, they get, they get it started. Mm-hmm. You know what? And, and let me ask you, at these fans, when you're seeing these fights going on, how many kids do you see around trying to enjoy the game? Oh, man, it was, it was a gang of little kids, man. And that's that's one thing that I'm worried about, man, because I got a little boy, man. He, he's only two years old. But, you know, once he gets a little bit bigger, man, I want to, you know, take him to enjoy the game. But, if you know, if it's something like that popping off, dude, then, you know, it's going to either have to come down to, you know what I'm saying, somebody gonna get, might get hurt, man, because if, if they bring that, that stuff to my family, man, it's going to be a problem. 
You know, people need to just chill out and relax and watch the game, man. If you're going to be up there fighting, you know, in the stands or whatnot, man, you can take that somewhere else, dude. Mm-hmm. And, and Kwame, you, you, you're you on the field. Coach, you, pay, yeah, you guys are on the field. But how do you guys feel about when you hear about stories like this that goes unreported uh, at, at a game when there's fans trying to watch you guys play and yet and they're with their kids and this is the kind of things that we see up in the standards going on that we don't that go unreported but happens all the time you know what it is unfortunate and it happens week in and week out too at uh games i, I say it more so at uh raiders games philadelphia games giants games uh to uh marion they are passionate but you know what they're also crazy uh, you, you can't you can't put enough security in a football stadium to uh, and they've done a piece they've done documentaries not documentaries but they've done pieces on uh, how they when you can't put as much security out there but how they do it over surveillance they they are watching over the whole stadium but when I'm on a football when I was on a football field it was so uh, rowdy that you can hear the and see the fights from the football field and the game will actually stop. The game will actually stop for a second, uh, and then you see people pointing in different areas where, where the security is uh, at a high-paced sp- high uh, sprint to get there. It's unfortunate because uh, it's kids there. There's kids at the football game. It's unfortunate because it's two grown adults uh, fighting over something that is not there. It's kind of like gang stuff. You're fighting over some land that's not yours. You're fighting over, <laughs> you're fighting over some uh, two guys that had on uh, Raider, uh, 49ers jerseys, and just because you're an Oakland fan. Nah, this, oh, it was off the hook, man. It's only a bridge, right. a bridge to separate these two, so they gonna see each other again. Oh yeah, yeah, Coach. definitely, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I mean, it was it was more than uh, I counted more than like five fights. You know, what I'm saying during the whole game, all four quarters, man, it had to be. And then they had you know the, the crazy fools up there running on the field, man, getting tackled up by the police and everything. You know, uh, I probably won't be going back. You know, what I'm saying just because. You know, I I uh, I just don't want to get involved in no kind of you know melee, man, because it looked like it was about to be a melee, man. You know, especially the Battle of the Bay, man. You know, it was cool up until the point where they start fighting, man. Everybody was having a good time, and then you know the fight started breaking out. So, you know, it was just a you know waste of my time, man. Waste of my time. I couldn't even enjoy the game, man, because you gotta you know be on the lookout now for anybody you know about to get crazy. Yeah, and that's what's so crazy to me is you know going being in Arizona as long as I was and you know being able to go see um, the Cardinals attempt to play the Cowboys and the Raiders and all those other teams. Uh, they always had fights in the stands uh, over by the family sections. I know you know people can say that who you know, and it's crazy because why are you fighting over something like you kind of said ain't yours, dude. Exactly, it's sports, and that's it's a game. That's true. You don't need to fight someone because they don't like your team. Because nine percent of the time, the first person who got to add you is the one to get knocked out. That's the crazy part about it. You don't want anyone running your mouth about my team this, my team that. You step up in somebody's face, they normally knock you out. You're done. See ya. Bye. And and, and it doesn't make sense. And, and that's that's the problem with with sports. You know, fan. You know, the word fan means fanatic. Again, why is it that? People take onus. I understand you take onus of your team. That's my squad. I love my team. But, again, the other person has a right to love their team, too. And if you can't take the fact of someone saying something bad about your team, okay, in most cases it's true, get, get over it. Deal with it. It's just a, it's just a game. All right. Let me, let, me get you, let me get you guys' opinion on this. Uh, yeah, well, to finish that all, 
the guys on the football field are fighting enough. Just enjoy that. Enjoy that comeback. It's already a physical game. But it being so physical, let me lead you into this. The NFL will immediately begin suspending players for dangerous and flagrant hits, particularly those involving helmets. Suspensions also could be handed out for hits during last weekend's game, which we talked about in, off the air that Rodgers uh, had a hit to the head. Uh, so what you guys think about this? And are, are, are these hits flagrant, aggressive? Uh, they are dangerous. They could be dangerous. But, but how, do you, um, how do you regulate something like that? I, I believe it's, it's the type of hit that you lay uh, or how you go into a hit. Uh, Jim Young said it best last night. Uh, a defensive player, uh, more so a cornerback or a safety like yourself, as you know. I mean, when I played defensive back growing up, we were taught uh, by our defensive back coach uh, when you're coming in to hit the right receiver after he catches the ball, you know, go in with your shoulder or, or a forearm, you know, or even pull an old Jack Tatum and just take a forearm right across his throat or something. But when you start going in with your helmet and you're leading with your helmet and you know there's a chance that you can end up hitting this other man in this in the helmet also and knock him out unconscious like that, that's where the game gets dirty. This is this is like an old Rodney Harrison tactic right here. And I think this is where uh, suspensions needs to come get handled handled down at right there is the type of uh, hit that you lead into it as. I think I you think lead into it with the helmet, I think that should be an automatic suspension because it's already considered spearing. Yeah, yeah. If you use your helmet, which is wrong, your helmet is for your own protection. I think if you use your helmet, that's a definitely uh, definite suspension. Your shoulder pass is what you use to make a big hit. I don't have a problem with you lunging into somebody if you can't get them or diving or diving at someone, but not with your helmet. You could die. We've made plenty of dives. We've seen plenty of dives where you can still hit a guy with your shoulder pass. A la the um, the Philadelphia and Atlanta game. I thought that was a legal hit, but they're talking about suspending this guy. Uh, most times, I got suspended for seventy five hundred dollars uh, in a uh, football game for knocking out a tight end across the middle. I'm already zeroed in to where this guy's chest is. He sees me coming, so he ducks. So now we got helmet to helmet. I get fined um, for not for hitting him in the head. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I got something to say hey, about that. <clears throat> Everybody knows ahead, Earl coach. Campbell, right? Say it again. Everybody knows Earl Campbell, right? Yeah. yeah. Earl Campbell led with his head every time he ran through line scrimmage. Right. That's spirit. Okay. And he punished people with his head. Right. There's a film, there's a, there's a highlight film where his jersey's 90% torn off and he pummels this dude right in his chest with his helmet. Mm-hmm. Do they find Earl Campbell, suspend him for a game? Well, they have to do that because, you know what, you make a good point. Running backs do it all the time. It's third and one or it's fourth and one. I got to get it. I'm coming, I'm full speed or as fast as I could go from, the, from five yards back from the line of scrimmage. I'm coming with my helmet. I'm not diving over the top. I'm coming with my helmet uh, full no. speed. So, now, so my finish up on that is, you know, last week, not this past week, but last week, um, Aaron Rodgers got hit by the kid from Washington. Okay, this kid, hey, no one said that. No one brought that that one up. And I looked at that like that's a vicious hit. That's totally different. Now Kwame's case when Kwame was with the Cardinals and he hit that tight end. Or wherever he was at, and hit that tight end. From the, uh, the tight yeah. end put his helmet down himself. That you can't fault the player for that. The defensive player for that. No, it's unfortunate. I don't know how they're gonna legislate this. Uh, what's aggressive? What's illegal? I, I can tell you right away. 
Uh, before we go on a break, we got like 20 seconds before we go on a break. But what's illegal is leading with your head. Now, we'll come back and we'll talk more about this in the last segment. But uh, leading with your head is definitely a fine. Shoulder pass, which is used to hit, is not. Aggressive hit is aggressive hit. And we can talk more about that on the way back. This is Quarmel Lives Sports. Sometimes Rich will can from the ATL show. We'll be back in two minutes. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports get ready to talk sports with someone who definitely has an opinion but respects yours as well the beginning of every week is crunch time with keenan howry we'll talk about what happened this weekend and what to look forward to next weekend keenan and his guests are ready to discuss the issues with you about football and sports in general it's Crunch Time with Keenan Howry. Every Monday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. And make your voice heard. Every Monday, tune in after the weekend games for Locker Room Views with Arturo Freeman. It's a sports show that'll keep you talking. We'll go inside the minds and lives of world-class athletes and hear about their views, opinions, and life experiences about the world of sports. Your host, former NFL great Arturo Freeman, will present an action-packed hour every single week. Arturo Freeman, Locker Room Views, is live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports hey welcome back to the formalized sports sometimes which we can't from the ats show we all we got the long rangers that's uh survived the show that's Myself and Ken in the ATL. Rich had to go. I think he had to do something with his hands or something. Oh, he said something about lo- lotions and <laughs> hand and lotions. I don't know. Uh, is that why one arm is always bigger than the other one? Yeah, he got to pop eyes. Appreciate the call. Um, Myron calling in from L.A. Uh, t- had and join us with a minute with Ken. Also talking some Lakers. But, Ken, we, were t- we, we left off, man. We were talking about these uh, flagrant hits or dangerous hits, if you will. Yeah. Uh, violent and, and yeah. uh a good major point, you know, when it, what they're trying to hand out suspensions is to prevent uh, things like this from going on. 
Did you hear about the Rutgers player, Eric Legrand, down in, uh, at a game against Army over the weekend? This man went in for a violent hit against an Army defender, uh-huh. and he's paralyzed from neck down. He had to go into emergency surgery uh, to repair uh, two of his vertebrae, and now this man may not ever walk again, and he was actually considered uh, one of the top defensive uh, tackles at, in his position, you know, a, a definite top three-round uh, pick going to the NFL. And now this man may not even walk again, ever. Yeah, and it's unfortunate, man, because uh, you're talking about a big defensive lineman, which probably is, you know, a grown man as opposed to a little skinny receiver. Because it it can also almost at times look like a freak incident uh, when these guys hit. It could be a knee or a helmet, or I mean a knee or a foot, or maybe a forearm to hit your head and, and fractures your neck. I think the neck is the most fragile part of your body, really, uh, in my opinion, outside of fingers and, and you know loose joints and stuff, loose uh, mm-hmm. uh, bones and stuff like that. But it can also look like a freak incident, and mm-hmm. I, I don't know how they're gonna do this. Mm-hmm. But you can you can lay down fines and 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 suspend these guys for games. But the football is gonna always be the it's always gonna be this way. Mm-hmm. Now, how you tell a running back don't get their first down if it's third and one or it's fourth and inches? Mm-hmm. How you tell him don't get that first down? Because what he's going to do is leave with his head. Nobody's jumping over the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Ladanian does. He jumps over the top at the goal line. But when you got to have it, mm-hmm. uh, now the defensive uh, back or the linebacker, uh, and sometimes the defensive uh, tackles, uh, defensive line guys, they're at risk now when he's power driving with their helmet. And, and Coach B, as ball head as he is, he made a good point. Mm-hmm. About Errol Campbell. Errol Campbell used to do the same thing. He used to plow, plow over people with his helmet right into the chest. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, it could have caused him some danger, but it definitely put the defensive player at a, uh, at mm-hmm. risk itself. In yeah, itself. Maybe maybe that's an incident where they're going to look at these suspensions. And, you know, and I hope they just don't automatically, you know, when, it, when the hit happens, automatically toss them out the game and, right. and spin them right down. But I'm pretty sure there's going to be some type of review. The office is going to review the – the film the next day and and see if this was a uh, were an incident where the defensive player actually led speared into uh, the hit like uh, 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 who's that Dante Robinson Dante, did on yeah. on uh, on Jackson. Uh, when if you look at that film over and over again, you would see Dante Robinson did lead with the head, and it was while uh, Jackson was actually just caught the ball in the air and was coming down. From out of the air, which means he was defenseless. See? He turned his head around after he caught the ball uh, towards the defensive player. Didn't realize the defensive player was right there, and he got caught right underneath the uh, chin strap right there with his head. You're leading into a player, a receiver, who's coming out of the air, defenseless, as you know. A receiver coming out of the air is defenseless. And you lead in with the helmet, and you have a chance to cause a helmet-to-helmet hit. That's where players, where they're going to look at the film and say, okay, that's a violent hit. That's a suspension. That's spearing. I um, saw that play. I thought it was aggressive football football play. I saw it different because you know if any hit, whether it's good or bad, takes place uh, in a split second. Uh, I thought that was a good hit. Um, mm-hmm. But both of these guys got knocked out. I tell you what was a hit that should be fine, suspended was uh, Merriweather uh, for the New England Patriots hitting Todd Heap. Mm-hmm. Now. As a defensive back, again, it's a split second, split second play. But he saw that he couldn't catch the ball. He saw the ball was coming because he took up another, probably another step and a half or two steps, and didn't even use his arms. Went for a t- went head to head with Heap. Uh, Heap ended up getting up, but I think he had a slight concussion. 
But that's a play right there, leading head first. Now mm-hmm. James Harrison on a um, on the uh, who what's his name uh, oh, the guy in Cleveland receiver who went to the Josh Wild Cribs. Josh Cribs. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Josh Cribs went at the quarterback, but now he's a running back. He's not a receiver anymore. Now he's a running back. Uh, but what James Harris did was lead with his helmet. Uh, now, what if uh, Josh Cribb does the same thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a running back trying to get that extra yard. Mm-hmm. He's not a receiver, uh, defenseless, catching the ball in the air. Mm-hmm. So uh, where do you draw the line? I know you should be able to uh, distinguish between a big play, uh, not a big play, but a, a tackle and a hit. There's mm-hmm. not a lot of tackles in the NFL, National Football League anymore. I, I'll be the first to say it. The tackling stinks. Uh, everybody wants to make the big hit. Everybody wants to make the hit to get on TV, the oohs and ahs. Uh, but you got to learn how to tackle how you was taught from day one. At mm-hmm. the same time, from day one, you know, Ken, mm-hmm. we were taught to, like, finish the guy off. Mm-hmm. Not to finish his career, but finish the guy off. And if mm-hmm. you can get the biggest and the hardest hit on the guy, uh, but do it inside the uh, structure of a, a, fo- a clean football hit or a clean tackle. Yeah, and, but these guys are going in for these violent hits and not realizing that they put their own selves at jeopardy, like uh, Legrand at Rutgers. He right. made this. Uh, he initiated that violent hit, and now he's the one suffering. I got two more players. I'm going to throw their name out at you, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. Uh, uh, Kevin Everett, Buffalo, 2007. Oh, yeah. James Pollock, 2005, Cincinnati. Right. Both of these guys, uh, I mean, Pollock got out of there lucky, but still, the man was lined up in the, in the hospital bed with uh-huh. a halo on. Right. Kevin Everett. Oh, he's so fortunate. This oh. man's still learning how to walk back to this day. And he was on special teams. That's yeah. what I'm saying. And I, I don't I don't recommend football for anybody because uh, the people who's uh, in charge of the game, uh, it's a great game if you can get out of there alive. It's a great, great game. It's, uh, it's, it's Sundays are the best. Saturdays are the best. Uh, whatever day you play on is are the best. But uh, at any time, you don't know if – you got to play the game as if it's your last play because it actually could be. And you said you, you mentioned Edwards who, who uh, broke his neck on special teams play trying to make a good play, and we watch him just go limp, just fall to the ground. Mm-hmm. So I don't recommend football for kids and, and until they're old enough to understand how to how to tackle or how to fall a certain way. You think you just getting tackled and you fall down? You got to you got to learn how to fall in football. It's not like you tripped over the curb and you fall into the ground. You got to learn how to fall. You got to learn how to tackle. You got to learn how to take a hit because you're going to get hit. You got to learn how to take a hit as well as giving a hit and to protect yourself more so than anything. Because I tell guys today, you know, I'm coaching over at Mesa. Uh, I had a guy in a game last week, had a major stinger. He's never had one before, but he tackled with his head down all the time. I said, you're going to break your neck. I said, you lucky. You are very lucky and blessed to get away with just a stinker. He didn't know what it was. He thought his arm was broke. He said he couldn't lift his arm. He couldn't feel his arm. But all my guys over there tackle like that. I said, it's unfortunate that one of you guys is going to hurt your neck. And after I've told you millions of times to see what you're hitting. Mm-hmm. And, and that's too bad for them guys. But I'll, if you're going to teach tackling, you teach these guys, always see what you're hitting. I'd rather miss a tackle with my eyes open than with my eyes closed. Mm-hmm. And, and, and this is, you hit it right there on the head. I think it starts with going back to coaching one-on-one now yeah. how to teach uh, how, to, how to tackle right. or how to hit. I, I think we got too many of these players, uh, not players, but I think we got too many coaches these days are now saying that the, you know, the, you know, the, the, the players are different from today versus back in the day. Right. Players are faster, they're bigger, they're stronger, and they're quicker, and they're 
pretty much more violent. Yeah. You know, when you got guys coming from uh, you know these uh, inner inner city areas where uh, you know the, this is the way that they go to the football field, take their aggression out right there. Yep. And the, these coaches got these players, and they teach them how to make violent hits instead of teaching these guys how to go in there and just make a tackle. Or, uh, or 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 hit a player to the point to where you're not going to injure yourself or right. them. But I think it has to go back to coaching one on one, teach them the correct way how to go in for a tackle or or a hit. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. It's unfortunate we got uh, about 20 seconds left. As always, man, Ken, appreciate you, man. You always the minute with Ken is always always good, and that was a great segment um, that you lay, uh, laid into it. Uh, I'd like to thank our caller. Marin out of L.A., always Coach B, 888-346-9144. You can always call into the show. Check out uh, Voice America. This is Kwame Lost Sports, sometimes Rich with Ken from the ATL. Check out the fan page. Ken, Ken always posting something new up there. Uh, weigh in, and we'll make a show out of it. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks, Ken. This is a test. How many rappers out here want to munch on me? Dunk them in the water, dunk, dunk them in the water. Haters ain't Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.